Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and we're going to be talking on this show about things that, that affect all of us in the Upper Cumberland area, things we want to know about, we want to learn about, uh, hot topics, things going on that maybe we don't know about. Uh, and with us today is we have the president of the Biz Foundry here in Cookville, Mr. Jeff Brown. Mr. Brown, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Matt. Glad to be here. So, Biz Foundry. Uh, I'm going to venture a guess that most people don't know what the Biz Foundry is. Well, that's probably a good guess. And that, uh, <laughs> so, between myself and our marketing people, we, we get to talk about that question every day. And so, it's an entrepreneur center. And so, what do we do? Our main function is how do we help people imagine, start, and grow a business in the Upper Cumberland? That's the short, sweet answer. Now, there's a lot goes into that, as you well know. Just so everyone knows, the Biz Foundry is where where are you guys located? So we're at one fourteen North Cedar. We just moved in December, so we have that cool West Side location on uh-huh. Cedar, and a lot of things happening on Cedar. We're we're certainly happy to be there. It's been a great move for us. Um, WCTE actually just put up their mural on the side of our building yesterday, and so a lot of things happening on Cedar, and we're glad to be a part of that area. It's Good. pretty exciting. So it is a it is a booming area, and everybody seems to want to. To migrate toward the west side, it, it, it seems like anyway. And we actually have our own parking lot, so that makes us even more popular. And you're right? very valuable so all the time. We are. We're a very valuable asset called a parking lot. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, maybe we become famous for helping start businesses. Maybe it's because we're a great place to park. So <laughs> we'll, we'll take what we can get. Whatever you can do to help, right? That's right. That's okay. Right. Biz Foundry, you gave us the short, sweet answer. Let's dig into it a little bit more. How did this get started? Well, so that's a bit of a long story. So April 1st, we had our fifth anniversary. So when Governor Haslam took over as governor in Tennessee, he took a look at economic development in the state. And, and Tennessee has traditionally been very, very good at helping recruit businesses. Um, they've been three of the last four years number one in the nation. They've also done a really good job of helping businesses already in the state grow But the missing element, the third stool of economic development that he talked about was entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. How do we help people start companies in Tennessee? How do we take that very much to the next level? And it involves a lot of things. It involves the entrepreneurs. Do we have access to capital? Do we have angel investors? Do we have venture capital? Do we have private equity? All those things that it takes to build a big business, small or big, but how do we take part of economic development in Tennessee and focus on just that. Not that we quit doing other things, but how do we add that to the mix? And so that became a partnership called Launch Tennessee, which we're funded through and work with on a daily basis. So there are six entrepreneur centers across the state. We're one of two rural ones. Um, us and Jackson, Tennessee, are the two rural entrepreneur centers. Really? Jackson? I wouldn't think that's really rural, but, you know. I, well, like I say, I, <laughs> When you talk rural to me, that's a different thing from what rural means to other people. Right. Um, but Jackson is not a lot bigger than Cookville, but it feels a lot bigger when you're there because it is, you know, you're an hour from Memphis. So there is mm-hmm. some some tie over there to Memphis. But, yeah, we've been really proud that we've been able to do this in a rural area that, that's, that's a little tough. If, if no one's noticed, there's not a plethora of venture capital offices in Cookville. Um you know, and so we've tried to work with how do people start a local business that becomes. We've got great examples here. You know, the Swallows Agency. 
your grandfather, I believe, started it, and how does it grow to what it is mm-hmm. today? What does it take to get there? You know, Averett Express, you know, one of the largest trucking companies in the country started in the Upper Cumberlands. Right. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. So when we talk about entrepreneurship, we realize we're in a one, two, maybe 5% game that, that you know, it's not going to be 20% of the population. If we have 1% or 2% of the population working to become great entrepreneurs, that totally changes the region. Yeah. We're meeting today with uh, the president of the Biz Foundry, uh, Mr. Jeff Brown. and uh, Jeff, so this was started by Governor Haslam in his um, – during his time uh, for economic development. So is this completely funded by the state? Um, It is. That's about roughly 50 to 60 percent of our funding, depending on the year. And the real story is myself and and one of my friends founded the Upper Cumberland Entrepreneurial Foundation for the sole reason of taking over the Entrepreneur Center. It was based at a community college and they weren't very well equipped to do it. And so we took it over, moved it to Cookville, started, like I say, April 1st, five years ago. And so we moved it to Cookville that July. And so we are a separate nonprofit that we started. And neither of us had ever started a nonprofit before. Um, we, we laugh that we're very good at it. We're losing money hand over fist. <laughs> but so, and, you know, now we have a board of directors of five people, including investors and attorneys and people who understand entrepreneurship and how do we help entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. So this started five years ago, and um, I remember when it started actually. And you guys have grown to the point where you, you're actually you're in, this is your second location. Right? I, yeah, we, we so the hospital donated our original building because again we we operate like a startup. We tell people every day we're three to four to five people depending on what day it is, and we cover fourteen counties. A tremendous amount of programs we run, a lot of events. And so the hospital donated our original location, which really helped us. And so we were able to operate out of there till the hospital has grown that now they need that location back. But we knew that coming in. And so then over over the last year, we remodeled the building on Cedar and have moved. And, and hopefully uh, over the next 90 days or so, we're going to be doing a second very small co-working space location in Sparta. So Nice. And just just to clarify for the for the listeners, the, the hospital didn't really just they didn't donate a piece of land to give it to you. They, they donated owned it, the use, of right? It. The yes, use of the building exactly. until they needed it for right. something else. So right. it was empty, yeah. and basically the the deal with the hospital was if you'll fix it up and get really good insurance, you can use it till we need it back. Right. So that's what we did. <laughs> it, but that was extremely helpful for us mm-hmm. because then we didn't have to worry about five year leases. That you know, here we are. We didn't want to do what we tell entrepreneurs not to do. Don't go spend money you don't have yet. Mm-hmm. And so we operated the same way, and that was very helpful for us because it gave us a place to start working, figure out what we were doing, as all good entrepreneurs mm-hmm. do. Is you, you think one thing when you start, and you usually find out two or three years down the road that what really works is pretty different from your original idea. Yeah. So. I remember, like I said, I remember when it started, and I also remember – Seeing Mr. Jeff Brown over there doing a lot of the work himself. Oh, we did. Uh, <laughs> we did eighty percent of the work ourselves. Uh, we had and different. I mean, at night it might be I, seven o'clock at night. I see your truck over. Well, there. so uh, again, find somebody who owns their own business that works eight to five. Um, we've never found one yet. So we 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 did a lot of things. I'll never forget. We had a PhD student from Argentina scraping up floor tile. It was the <laughs> first time she said she'd ever had a blister. 
Really? She had grown up with a very wealthy family with maids and butlers. Mm -hmm. And so it was the first physical labor she said she'd ever done. It was really interesting. Uh, It's funny. You talk about somebody that owns their own business only working 40 hours. And I I always laugh when people say, oh, you own your own business. You only work half a day. I said, yeah, just 12 hours. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So so it, it... when we hear somebody say, I want to start my own business, yes, being your own boss is awesome. But you're also your own janitor, your own bookkeeper, your own – You make your own coffee. Whatever it takes <laughs> to be, your own security. Right, yeah. You're under the post uh, office. It, it, until you reach a certain point, you're doing everything. And that's really how we identify good entrepreneurs. Cause, can they learn skill sets they don't have quickly? Mm-hmm. because you don't have money to pay somebody to do it starting out. So you learn to do a lot of things you never thought you'd be doing. So now you've, you've, you're in your, your own building now, and you're looking to expand, you said, in Sparta? Yeah. So, so we do a co-working space. So co-working is – I was just about to ask you that question. You've started a business. You need a place to sit, right? Get off the couch, get out of your basement, out of your workshop, whatever it is. So – so for $79 a month, we give you a place to sit with a really fast internet, copier, printer, scanner, really good coffee, water, um, you know, so a, a place to work that you really have a place to work outside and you're surrounded by other people who are kind of doing the same thing. So you're, you're, you're with other people that are kind of in the same boat. So you don't feel so alone. We know a lot of entrepreneurs when they're first starting feel so alone that this is hard, I don't know anybody else doing this, and I'm on an island by myself. So that's a whole lot of what we do. And so the co-working space, then we have some private offices and and all kinds of things, and that lets you use our meeting rooms and conference rooms and presentation equipment and all those things that you need. So we're doing a very small experiment in Sparta. Can we do co-working spaces in these smaller towns? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So really, if you're you're starting a business and and you need a place to set up shop, for lack of a better term, uh, you could go to to the Biz Foundry. But also, there are probably going to be other like-minded individuals there, right? So that's the coolest thing about co-work space, you know, is that you're really not by yourself. You may be working on your thing, but there's other people there working on their thing that are – they may be a little ahead of you. They may be a little behind you, but kind of everybody's in that same boat. And then also what we see is because we're big believers in mentorship. Most of our programs run on how do we get people with experience to help relay that experience to you? How do we get you to learn faster? And don't make the stupid mistakes we as experienced entrepreneurs made. Sometimes we don't know what to tell you what to do, but we can write you a book on what not to do. <laughs> and so that itself happens in a co-working space that some guy that may be a couple years ahead of you You'll be sitting there having a cup of coffee, and his ideas help you tremendously. Or ears may help him. You know, you may be a great marketer, and he's a great accountant. And so you can help each other, and that's how people really start a business. We are meeting today with the uh, president of the Biz Foundry, Mr. Jeff Brown. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some of the successes that the Biz Foundry has had already. We'll be back in just a few seconds. Welcome back to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and today with us, we have uh, the president of the Biz Foundry, Mr. Jeff Brown. Uh, and in the first portion of the show, we talked a little bit about the Biz Foundry, how it got started, and we talked about a lot the co-working space there. So now, Mr. Brown, let's say I have an idea for uh, to start a business. You said, of course, you guys help entrepreneurs get started. 
how do I qualify to go in, to walk in the door of the Biz Foundry, or what do I need to do? You know, I've got an idea. I want to run with it. I want to start a business, but I know nothing else. Can so, I just come over there? Sure. I mean, and obviously you got to be careful with just coming because we travel a lot and run a lot of programs. But yeah, just get in touch with us. We'll set up. So the first thing we do, we call it a lot of different things, but like a compass meeting. So we just sat down with you for 30 minutes or an hour. What's your idea? What's your experience? Where did the idea come from? How can we help? Hmm. Um, so that that first meeting is, is kind of us getting to know you and your idea. And then we kind of take that and either direct you into one of our programs or start working with a mentor. Or maybe we just all meet with you a few times to hash this through, you know, in a safe environment where everybody's going to kind of keep your stuff not secret. Um, most entrepreneurs think they need to keep it a secret. And if you want your idea to die, keep it a secret. If nobody knows about it, they can't buy it or help you with it. Yeah. So, it, you know, kind of the urban myth of everybody's going to steal my ideas. Not really true. Um, but at least but keep it confidential. Keep it halfway yeah. confidential, okay. right? You know, we don't publish it in the newspaper, but, you know, get other people's take on it. Because the worst thing an entrepreneur can do is think, I have all this figured out and everybody will love it. Well, let us help you think that through. We talk a lot about we help you work on your business, not in it, and, and building the business, not building your thing. Right. Um, so, you know, we're going to spend that first hour that we're trying to figure out, and then that lets us kind of figure out what we do and how we can help, and whether it's coming to one of our programs or we have a mentor start working with you directly or maybe meet with these two guys because obviously you need some help with social media. So these guys are really good at social media. Talk to them for an hour. And so we, we try we connect a lot of dots first off. It's the very first thing we do. And then we try to move you through a series of, of what do you need next. So we kind of work milestone based is mm-hmm. is we work really hard to figure out what's the next thing you need. And how do we get you concentrated on that and how do we come together as an organization to help you solve that issue. Then we identify the next one, right? So Within 30 days, we need to figure this out. Within 60 days, we need to figure this out. And so there's a, there's a process to it. There is no starting a company, entrepreneurship, invention, innovation is not a checklist business. And so, but what we do is kind of understand the framework of the things that will kill you if you don't pay some attention to them. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of try to help guide you through that. You know, again, mentorship, a, a good coach, a good mentor. Um, how do we help with those things? Because we are not experts in anything. Um, but we also use our network. Who do we know across the country? Who do our mentors know? And it's amazing the help and the advice we've been able to find people in areas that we knew nothing about. You mm-hmm. know, I, I mean, we go from everything from fishing lures to the latest hydrogel to use to separate proteins in medical testing. Right. So we cover the gamut. So how do we find somebody with a little knowledge that can move you forward? That's yeah. really how we look at it. How do we keep moving you forward? So it sounds like, you know, you, you sit down, you, you talk to folks and you kind of brainstorm with them. You, you listen first right. and you brainstorm and you kind of try to put some pieces together and give them a somewhat of a blueprint to get started. And like you said, milestones. Uh, so you, you put a lot of people together, it sounds like. But you did mention something uh 
your programs. What what are some of your programs that you So mentioned? we run at least two times a year. We call it business in a box, and that's nine weeks for one night a week. Well, you, you spoke representing insurance mm-hmm. in our meeting last week. Mm-hmm. And so insurance is one of those parts of starting a business. If you've never done it before, People don't think a lot about you it. You have no idea right. what you really need. And so we we do nine weeks for three hours, one night a week. And it's kind of moving you through as a cohort. There's eight or ten of you kind of in the same Kind of like a class. Kind of a class, but we really like cohort. And because we're not the teacher, we're kind of the facilitator. We help bring all these resources together. And our really good cohorts, the cool thing that happens is they help each other just as much as we help them. Yeah. And that's what we love. Sometimes we just need to get out of the way and make coffee. Because like you said, I mean, we mentioned before, a lot of like-minded folks. Like-minded folks. Yeah. Um, we, we do a, a monthly thing called happy hour, and we just meet and have a beer for local entrepreneurs. And we've had four companies start out of that, that they met, started talking, <laughs> and went, hey, let's go do this. That's the old school networking. It's right the there. old school networking. <laughs> so it nothing can be replaced. Net. Nothing will ever replace networking, right? Shaking a hand and hanging out, breaking bread with somebody. Finding that person that can help you when you need it it is unbelievable in the life of starting a company. It is. It is. So you do the business in in a box, right? Is that that what you call it? It's it's a nine week. It's nine weeks. And then that kind of qualifies you for our bigger stage stuff Okay, to where we start. You know, we put you with mentors that, that will give you some time. You know, and we try to manage our mentors and get really good mentors and, and that don't tell you what to do, but help you think through what you need to do. Because, mm-hmm. um, again, we don't know everything about how you think or what you want. But we just try to kind of give you good waypoints along the way. And then when something bad happens, let us know. Let's see who we can round up to help with that. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. um, bad things are going to happen. We all know as entrepreneurs, it. it as much as television wants us to think so, it's not milk and honey every day. Um, it's just not. And it's way more difficult than the TV versions. And, and yeah. a lot of our talks with entrepreneurs are just good old-fashioned a shoulder to cry on because you've been punched in the face today. And it's nice to have somebody else that's been punched in the face. Somebody's been through it, right? You've been through it, and you can kind of sit there and cry in each other's sweeties for a few minutes. And so (laughs) we tell everybody we have a 48-hour rule. When something really bad happens, you get to whine, cry, and feel sorry for yourself for 48 hours. That's it. After 48 hours, there's no more whining. Get up and fix it, right? (laughs) That's a a good philosophy. I like that one. Yeah. (laughs) We're meeting today with uh, president of the Biz Foundry here in Cookville, uh, Mr. Jeff Brown. Uh, back to, to, to Biz in a Box, you, you mentioned I, I did go over there and speak Thursday night about business insurance. So this nine-week series, the way I understand it is one night you'll get an attorney to come speak to these folks that are exactly. starting their own business, maybe an accountant at some point, insurance person at some point, uh, just the the different things that they need to check off and make sure they understand before they get started, right? Well, Maybe it, a banker. It, exactly. I don't we try to bring in, we call those area of expertise mentors mm-hmm. that, you know, they have a real area of expertise. And then there's this idea of what we really work on from the very get-go. Every entrepreneur needs to know how to get customers. Until you know that, you don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. Renting a building is pretty easy. You know, buying stuff Looks is good, pretty right? easy. <laughs> Getting customers is really hard, and getting people to spend their money with you is really hard. So we work through that process, and then we have these people come in because 
where else are you ever taught how to deal with an attorney in a business setting? There's no class in college for that. There's no class on business insurance for entrepreneurs. You know, you learn it through experience. So we try to cut that experience curve for you. You know, it took us five years to learn it. If we're doing these things right, we can cut that down to a year for you, mm-hmm. which increases your chances of success. You're not you're not wasting all your time learning things that we can help with. You spend your time getting customers. We'll help you with all the other stuff, and we'll help you with that. But You just mentioned the, the, the term success. So up to this point, we've talked about who the Biz Foundry is, how you got started, what exactly you do, helping – folks start a business and, and help coaching them, mentoring them, and the co-working space as well. So now let's talk about some of the successes in the first five years of the Biz Foundry, because I've seen them, but I, I'm a little closer to it than most people, I think, right? Yeah, because you, I've you, known you since the start. You know us a little uh, better, and you see some of those things. I right? see the successes. Other folks maybe have not. They just think it's a cool working space that they love to drink a bunch of coffee. Well, so let's talk about those. And it's the same thing. You know, when you look at entrepreneurship, and I speak to all kinds of groups in the area, is if it's a local business that starts but it's not a retail shop, and they're selling stuff all over the world, right? So they may not have a storefront here in Cookville. Those are great businesses, right? Mm-hmm. They're selling things all over the world, and that's real economic development when you're bringing new money into our borders. And so, so many of the businesses that are huge successes, local people can't name the business mm-hmm. because you're, you, you know, you're not going to buy. There's a business in Crossville that we did. A, we did our magazine. We did an interview on. So they do insurance basically for banks and lenders. Nobody knows who they are. I know who they are. You know who they are. (laughs) And it's one of the most successful businesses in the region ever. It is. Um, It's actually almost 40 years old now, which is a little mind-boggling for me. But, you know, when you look at successes, there's retail success. There's all kinds of success. But some of the most interesting ones we've had, we've had a couple of really good teams come out of Tennessee Tech working with the students. We do a lot of work with the students at Tech. Because they're young and aggressive and have really cool technology ideas. Um, we have a company there. They're in Nashville now. They just raised a million dollars investment, outside investment. And it's an app that, that identifies fake IDs, fake driver's license. Wow. So it's alcohol, cigarettes, health care, mm-hmm. banking, all the places that people use fake IDs. And it does it in seven-tenths of a second. Goodness. So, you know, it, it, that's when we've had a, another local girl who, who she started a, a lot of technology behind it, but simply thing, a way to buy directly out of videos, marketing videos. You click on Matt's tie and buy it right there. You don't go to a, a checkout app or anything. Um, you know, we've helped her raise $2 million in investment, and she'll do about $20 million in business this year. And so, we, you know, we've From had here. some huge – she's From a right cool girl <laughs> – Born and raised. Uh-huh. You would know her family if I said the name. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we, we have those. We, we've got one I think you met that, that is a, a toilet elixir of all things that are currently launching, and it has exploded. They're working out of our space. Mm-hmm. Um, they got their first investment check yesterday, and so now they're working for all the contract manufacturers to get all that ready. Great marketers. It's very tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> and it's just exploding. Right. Right. We've been uh, we've been meeting today with uh, the president of the Biz Foundry, Mr. Jeff Brown, talking about everything that the Biz Foundry offers the, from the co-working space to the uh, to helping entrepreneurs get started to their biz in a box 
uh, nine-week series that they help entrepreneurs. Uh, folks, if you've not been by there, and what is the address again? 114 North Cedar. 114 North Cedar. I highly recommend you going. It is a very cool space, nice building, um, very welcoming folks, uh, a lot of resources there. I highly recommend you go by and see them. And uh, Mr. Brown, thank you so much for coming by and talking with us today. And uh, we wish you guys many successes in the future. Thank you, Matt, and same to you. Thank you.